Welcome in, folks. It is me in a new studio, as always. I am Jagger May. You can catch me on Twitter at Fantasy Blue Chip. And then with me is our favorite bass hole, Chuck Bass, um, host of um, This Guy Sucks Podcast. There it is. Andrew LaDuke. You can catch him on Twitter at Real Mr. Mallard. He's bringing sophistication to this podcast. And he also talks golf. Um, we're doing a mock, guys. It's the final one. We got the people who want to wait to the very, very, very last second to make sure all the ACLs are still intact before before kickoff. Um, we're doing this for you. We're, 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 we're doing this for you. Also us, because it's super easy, and I'm kind of behind on the show sheets this week. Um, but we're going to jump right into it so we can get to the mock into some news and nonsense. Uh, Justin will be with us whenever, per usual. Um, JT trade is not granted. This is this is pretty hot. Um, um, they gave him the weird deadline. Um, they gave him the week. Nothing happened. Apparently, uh, the Colts asked for Jalen Waddle. Like they're the guy in the league that was like, you know, playing dynasty. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> worst he could say is no. Like you're not winning that. You know. So like that, that was pretty weird. Um, there's an obvious dynasty by window. Um, and like, like I said, I don't like running backs, but now JT looking pretty sexy at cost redraft and like, if, and it's specifically contenders. We don't know if he's going to play this year. So mm-hmm. Chuck, we'll go to you first. Where are you at? Do you think he's going to play this year or not? Are you, are you buying him for this year? I've gone like full Westworld host. Doesn't look like anything to me. Um, I went from thinking he was going to be a smash value to I don't even see his name on the board anymore. And it's a shame. And it has nothing to do with him. has everything to do with the vibes of the situation. I cannot get the bad taste out of my mouth. There's too much talent on the board. So redraft-wise, you're not going to see me taking any more of him. I've already been low on him, but not anymore. Dynasty, I'm really excited. Um, You know, he doesn't have a lot of miles on his legs, despite, you know, the seasons he's put up. So I think you could be looking for, you know, there's a, a, he's probably been a big target for people who have been trying to go all in. Um, maybe those guys are panicking. Maybe you can flip him for something decent and or scalp something. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, Andrew, where are you at? So it's very similar to Chuck here. I love him in Dynasty. The main reason why I love him in Dynasty is because if he does choose to sit out the entire year and not come back from the pup list, uh, he's going to – the way that his contract will work out to where he gets basically one more year of his rookie deal, which is going to make him super attractive to a lot more teams, which means it's better odds that he lands such a good uh, situation for him to produce uh, for the next few years and, and beyond. So dynasty wise, I'm buying him up. Uh, I'm chasing the panickers uh, redraft. I'm not, I don't really want to take him unless it's uh and he's not going to see this thing. He's not going to drop past like the fourth or fifth round, I feel like, but I don't really want mm-hmm. him before that. Cause I don't want him as a starter at this point. He's someone that if I can somehow get him as a, as my first running back on my bench, then, then I'm thrilled. I'm willing to, to wait to see what happens uh, at least for the first half of the season. But I, I can't have him in my starting lineup, leaving a draft. Uh, Yeah, I guess like, and I, I guess that's for you guys. I'm like, fine with that like because like um, so like, like, fine whatever yeah like like um if he, if he would follow me especially like in super flex i'll pick up jt and i'll do my usual 
go for Monty, Sharp, and Tank, Bigsby, mm -hmm. and then just like risk it for the biscuit and hope I get JT week eight. I've got two contending rosters where like my starting running backs are like Rashad White, David Montgomery, Swift, like super mid-ass backs, like Khalil Herbert. So like mm -hmm. I'm trying to 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 pop out uh the pop out some trades like, hey man, Rashad White's looking real good for you, J2 owner. Will you take Rashad White in like a third? One league, I sent Rashad White straight up. I'm on some, I'm on some Jim Irsay shit. I'm like, you know, <laughs> let's go. Let's ca dude, catch people when they're dead. Catch them when they're low and desperate. Let them bottom out. That's their fault, not yours. You, you really never know how people are going to react. Exactly. Like the, 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 pan the panic is real now. We've reached the, the full-blown panic on JT. Exactly. And I'm like, I feel like Bilbo where it's like, why not? Why shouldn't I trade it? You know, like, <laughs> like going to like full blown goblin mode on these people with like the egregious trade offers. And I'm like, man, someone's going to post me on Twitter and I can't fucking wait. Um, well, I guess we're all like kind of in tandem there. The next bit of news is uh, again, Trey Lance, but it's done. I think we're done. Now we just got to wait for Dak to throw his first interception. And then people are going to be calling for Trey Lance because he's been traded to the Cowboys. Um, I've bought so much Trey Lance this offseason, and I feel like an asshole, guys. Uh, <laughs> don't feel good at all. So Tell that to my Scott, my Scott Fishbowl team is looking like a real piece of shit right now with that, with that one pick. Because <laughs> it was like I totally, I was totally that guy at the Scott Fishbowl where like Trey Lance kept falling, and you're hoping someone else drafts him. You're hoping because you're like, yeah, like mm -hmm. if he falls to me, I gotta click the button. And I clicked it, and then who's got two thumbs and looks dumb as hell? This guy. These guys. <laughs> These guys all day. I know. RIP. Um, with that being said, I, I don't I don't understand the move. I think it could be where the Cowboys are kind of like where the 49ers are, where they think they can compete and win it all. And, it, and Dak hasn't stayed healthy in a long time. And – Trey Lance is something, is something. So Cooper Rush can go get paid somewhere else, and Trey Lance can sit back there, and it's Jimmy, it's Jimmy G all over again. Like it to, to me, it's like yeah. I, I'm Doctor Manhattan. I'm like it's 2017, and and mm -hmm. and you know it's just the same circle that we're in. So like uh, Andrew, we we'll start with you. Are you buying Trey Lance in Dynasty? Do you think he's worth it? Do you think it's just over? I don't think it's over. The The move to the Cowboys uh, didn't surprise me from San Francisco's standpoint. The fact that they got a fourth-round pick for him, um, someone in that front office did something right finally and, and sold their ass off. Um, it's, I didn't see the Cowboys coming at all. But the more I thought about it, the more it kind of started to make sense. The more I heard people talking about how uh, this is a long-term play kind of shot in the dark here mm -hmm. uh, for a guy like – and I think this is kind of Jerry Jones also saying that he believes that Mike McCarthy might be able to develop him uh, into a quarterback that could be useful to them if they decide not to pay Dak uh, at his next contract being up and or mm -hmm. say Dak does get hurt again. He, he's showing a, a sign of that. So I think this is kind of a nod to Mike McCarthy. That here's your chance to develop uh, like a an raw athletic uh, talent and see what you can do with him while they have the mm -hmm. safety and no pressure since they have Dak at the front. Yeah, and it's um. I, so I'm, I guess I didn't answer your question. I guess I, I am willing to buy him and, and hold on to him for a year to see how this, see how he looks uh, in the the Dallas system. Yeah, I guess it's just like um, 
for me, and again, like if there's anything in football, I, I know a lot about X's and O's, team building, scouting, whole nine yards. The money side, I don't care about at all. I don't want to learn it. I don't want to be good at it. Um, I've heard numbers and sounds and jargon about Dak as like 36 million against the cap. They have to cut him at a mm-hmm. certain Chuck, where are you at? Do you know the numbers? Are you better at that than I am? Or uh yeah, let's just go with the numbers are good and fuck them. That's that's about how I approach all that shit. No, I don't really get into the uh I can understand I, I we rely on people who are much more into it than um than I am and you and I are allow us to do the X's and O's stuff. Cause what did we talk about last week with Tony Pollard, right? We can trust the Cowboys. We can see the Cowboys. I'm not saying they're right. I'm saying you can see the Cowboys plan from years away. No team has ever worn their uh, intentions on their sleeve more than Dallas. So um, I, I like this. I like this for them. I mean, Trey Lance went from being what, like the sixth best quarterback in California to like maybe the second best in Texas. So uh, I don't know. Things can look <laughs> right for me. Yeah. Um, I'm holding on to my shares. They're still there. Like uh, I, I sent out a trade to buy Kyle Pitts. And JSN, and I gave up Goff, Njoku, Najee Harris. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's another piece in there. Oh, Calvin Ridley. And then I bought mm-hmm. Trey Lance, um, um, Kyle Pitts, and JSN. I was like, you know, like I don't need a win. Mm-hmm. So here's Goff. It's like tr- anywhere Trey Lance goes could be better. And then the Dak Prescott mm-hmm. happened. I'm like, is it better? Like, one thing worse is if he was like behind Mahomes, you know, hurts like, yeah. like the big guys, you know, I don't, yeah. I don't think it was ideal. Sure. But we have uh, our guest in. That's it for the news and nonsense. We have Tony at It's Just Fantasy. Welcome in, Tony. How you doing? I'm good, fellas. Doing all right. Ready to uh, get out of mock draft tonight. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, the, uh, the season is the mock draft season is coming to an end. Um, you hate to see it go. You know, it's been near and dear to my heart. I know it's been near and dear to your heart. That's a fact. Yeah, the uh, being the mock guy for JWB, it's sad when that comes to an end. But in season is great, so you know you got to give and take. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that was gonna be my next thing was like like to plug where you're at. You know, you go, you're over there at JWB. I love you guys over there. Like, uh, done some stuff with with, um, with, with Tyler, um, with Skyler. Like, like you actually, I think like you're like my final JWB. Uh, like infinity stuff. The gauntlet. Oh, you got boy. the gauntlet. Yeah. <laughs> what an honor. What an honor. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, JWB, it's a good group of guys. We uh, we get together every year, and I'm I'm glad to be part of that group, and hopefully uh, be a good save save the best for last kind of candidate here. <laughs> yeah, final boss. Final boss. Final boss. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. you're actually soul stone. So after this, you get to die, bud. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> great. Um, We'll we'll pay some bills and then we'll get this thing rolling. Fantasy Sports Corp and Underdog Fantasy have teamed up to start your fantasy season off in the win column with Best Ball. What is Best Ball? It's quite simply the easiest way to win. No team management, no trades, no waivers. It's their biggest contest ever and it has only gotten bigger. You simply have to sit. And win. You don't even have to set your lineup. Always get your best score. Every week. Just enter a contest. Draft your team, and Underdog will do the rest. What could make this even better? How about free money? Up to $100 using our exclusive promo code. 
Go online now and use the promo code TSSDynasty to double your deposit up to $100. You tell them Gingerbread sent you. Good girl. All right, good girl. Make sure to use that code, guys, because uh, it's about to be a full-blown DFS oh, uh, season. And then look who's rolling oh, in. Look who's rolling in. It's fantasy Jesus. <laughs> He, he totally – he's just like, I don't give a shit about this news. I'll roll in when the real action happens. Um, how are we doing yeah, today, Justin? Dude, he teleported in. Uh, I'm doing about as good as Bailey Zappi is uh, going on the practice squad there. <laughs> <laughs> so terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Taking yeah, pay cut. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a rough day, but I am excited to be on the Dynasty Hour. I finally made it on. Hell Yeah. Well, we'll get rolling. Um, a couple other guests that we have on here. We have Akash at Yeezer Fantasy. I, I, I've known Akash for like two years now from Twitter, and I still don't know what the hell his uh, Twitter handle is. It's like the most difficult <laughs> for someone named Akash out there. Um, and, yeah. You're talking about YZR? Yeah. He's mm. wiser. Oh, it's wiser? Ah. Uh, Damn it. Oh, gla- the glass. I can feel the glass raining down. Yeah, right now. yeah. okay. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. That's pretty good. All right, um, let's get rolling. Take it away, Chuck. You're the commish. Yeah, so uh, so everybody knows just at the end of every round, we'll do a little quick pause. We'll give a little recap, and we'll just keep these things going. Quick picks, 30-second clock. We've all been drafting since freaking April. We don't need to. Uh, we don't need to slow play any of this stuff, so – uh, half PPR, one QB. Let's get nuts. God, this feels good. Tony, how many do you think you've done? Uh, with JWB specifically, I've done 45 mocks and then probably mm-hmm. like just like random thrown out there, probably upwards of 60 or so. Mm-hmm. And how many, how many have you done before last week? Before what? <laughs> I, was, I was just assuming those were your last week numbers. <laughs> oh, I, I wish, man. I've been so busy at work. I haven't put in the uh, the numbers I wish I did. Mm-hmm. Next season, next season we'll uh, we'll break. We'll go for some record breaking um, Cooper Cup, Michael Thomas style numbers. Sure. <laughs> uh, is this um, a, is yeah. this Superflex? Nope, this just regular. Awesome. Yeah, just uh, what do we call it? Regular. We have a sexy name for regular yet? Missionary. Uh, okay. Well, missionary is underrated, so I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Four receivers off the rip. A little McCaffrey sliding to five. Yep. And, um, Kev, Kev, Kev holding the holding the bag with Cooper Cup. That's uh, I, uh, Jagger. I know that makes you feel a certain way. Gross. I mean, I don't want to do that. <laughs> Like I don't oh, know. On, I, I thought about putting this in um, um like, like like make a short about it, but like I'm so off Cooper Cup, and I feel like people are gonna crucify me for being so. I just mm. I can't do it. I can't do it, guys. I can't do it. I he's old as hell. Um, Stafford does he have a spine? And I mean that literally. I don't mean that he can't stand up for himself. I mean like does his spine and his neck function? And then, like, that team, it, it looks like it's tanking, but I think that they're trying. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm out. I'm out at cost. And that's why I don't understand why, especially I think this is a half PPR. A.J. Brown seems like a value to me. So. 
Yeah, that's uh, AJ Brown. You, you hear stories about him having trouble. With, like, has has any team ever not wanted to play football more than the Rams? Like, coaches shot one way out the door. Aaron Donald is dying to retire. Stafford can't connect with his teammates. Like, what what is going on in LA? It's the strangest thing ever. Yeah, yeah. LA and the Cardinals are having a race to being the worst team in the league, and uh, I think uh, the Rams need to start thinking about a new coach because Sean McVay, his contract with the devil is officially worn off. He got his Super Bowl, but now he's lost his soul. Did you guys see him in the preseason? Uh, we're going to pause it right here so we can do a little recap. Mm -hmm. I have a couple of yep. questions. Uh, like I said, the first round we had four receivers. Then our first running back comes up before the Jeffrey, then Eckler. I take KJ Brown. Andrew, you took Saquon Barkley over Beast. Yes. Explain the move. Uh, so for me, I've been pretty clear on how I feel about Saquon Barkley all all off season. Uh, I I truly think he could be the number two receiver on this team. I think he's going to have so many touches in this offense that even in a half PPR, I want every bit of him I can get. Awesome. And then Chuck takes Bijan because I don't. What, what do you got to explain there? That's just an easy pick. That's just like a snap. yeah. Because I'm because I'm Chuck and he's Bijan. That one's easy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So it's like cash money right there. Mm -hmm. And then Justin, um, getting Kelsey, it that's pretty like at this point, I feel like it's a value because some people are like Kelsey. Yeah. I, I almost took him over Barkley, so yes, for sure. Yeah. I mean Tony, like you said, you've done that many number of these as you said. How often are you seeing Kelsey at 110? Not very often. That's pretty far no. down there for Mox. Mm -hmm. Sure. I'm not usually a tight end in the first round type of guy, but when you guys are going to hand him to me, yeah. I'm not going to say no. Got to. Oh, God. Kev Kev coming out with the uh, Inglorious Bastards bat. <laughs> I know. Go to town. <laughs> I know. Winging it strong. How many yeah. years ago was that, though? It feels so long mm. ago. Like, even though it was just like two, like, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, like I'm a negative Nancy, Kevin. Uh, mm -hmm. What's up, guys? Um, what's up, Josh Bandy? How you doing? Um, all right. And uh, we got a uh, Tony with Chubb. Will you walk us through that, and we'll kick it back off? Yeah. Uh, I mean, that one just seems obvious at RB five. He's due for a big mm -hmm. year, so I just snagged him in a home league. So that was an easy choice for me. Career it. year inbound. I'm I'm here right. for it. I'll rock it back up. Yeah, I um I'm trying to convince myself that it doesn't matter if he even takes a small uptick in pass catching that he's still just going to rush, bring the rushing title home a la Derrick Henry. Yeah, that'd be cool. Hmm. And of course, explain the rules and then people like, what's up with a sleeper chat? Or, um, someone like, like they will not scroll up once. They're like, like I'm going to, if I don't immediately see the issue to this problem, I'm going to at everybody and cause a problem. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> reading time. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh, Justin, tell me, you're a malicious drafter, Justin. Did you do this because you like Wilson, or did you do it because I like Wilson? Elaborate. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little of both. It's a, it's a little of both. <laughs> I, I, I the one thing I love about mock drafts is, especially with you guys, I get to fuck with you guys, and I know you're yes. going to do it right back. But at the same time, I get to kind of experiment for like my home league drafts and be like, oh, okay. So this is what happens when, 
you know, this happens and yeah, I get to kind of just like see what the lineups are going to set as, but yeah, Jagger, it was a little bit of a snipe that I wanted to throw your way. It's okay. okay. <laughs> it's a, if it was dynasty, I'd be more mad because like, that's a marriage. Like I missed out on a marriage right then, you know, but since it's redraft, it's cool. I'll catch up next year. Um, honest, if this was dynasty, this guy would be in his, in my DMS going, what the fuck and how much. <laughs> uh, I'd be hot for starters. If it was Dynasty, I would already drafted him like over AJ Brown. It wouldn't have been a question. But like, uh, I, I like where I'm at. I got this Yang thing. I got a big play guy, and then I got a PPR guy. So like, either way, I really like both of, of these receivers. Like to me, I think Amon Ross St. Brown is, is top six. So I got a value there. I love Olave and Waddle right here as well. Really. Mm-hmm already going do you think that's high oh. that's right ridley ridley is bottle service prices right now what happened to this adp yeah. Unbelievable. that's early that's early for him that's a little uh, high hutchinson this is this you is know what stream the stream this people you know what man it's like camera starts rolling people do stream shit that's what's man. happening right now i love it <laughs> i love it because i love ridley i love ridley this year but that's that's early for me stir the pot stir the pot i'm here for chaos it. though Akash going QB, first one. I'm a little surprised by that, but uh, he's a numbers guy, so I'm guessing that he thinks he's going to be the highest scoring person in fantasy. So he's, I guess I don't like it too much. So. He's got the stack, the week 17 stack. Mm, yep. Um, right. So good pause. Do a little, uh, doing a little recap here. So who wants to kick it off? We'll do uh, a we'll reverse start. one this time. Yeah. Um, so let's see here. We got, you know, like we talked about the quarterback picks early. I don't know how you guys feel about elite QBs. I personally, um, have trouble pulling the trigger, especially in redraft single QB leagues, Ridley pretty damn up there. Like we said, you know, Jagger, you said it, love Waddle, love Olave. Adams there is fine with me. So walk you already walked us through your Brown a little bit. So let's come back to Andrew with uh, lamb. What are you looking at? Uh, I was sit here just looking at a value standpoint. He just seemed like the the best guy for me to get touches in in his offense. So CD Lamb to me mm. uh, just made sense there. Mm. I, I feel basically right. I feel better about CD Lamb as my wide receiver one than um, Adams or um, mm-hmm. or Ridley in this case for sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, like Lamb is a staple of the one two turn, let alone taking him at five. Um, pretty high T draft right here with as many running one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight running backs going in the first 14 mm-hmm. picks. That's his uh, anti consensus kind of thing going on right now. I'm proud of us. I'm proud of Alpha Energy. Alpha Energy. Not me, though. I'm still there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, uh, you don't have to, you know, my, you don't have to spend much time on mine. I got the RB one overall and the RB two overall. So that's a pretty slam dunk move. I feel pretty hot about that. Um, and then we, so Tony, you got a little digs going on. You feeling pretty hot about digs this year? Yeah, I mean, I feel like he's like one of those guys that's like a surefire thing mm-hmm. for the most part. Mm-hmm. And then plus, if I'm gonna watch him beat my Dolphins down two times, I might as well have him win me fantasy matchups. Mm-hmm. So it's a kind of a lose win situation. <laughs> yeah, you Fucking can like slam in the keyboard. Pumping. Right, you have the light fist pump. You're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you're just pretty like, much Fuck. like. He scored Great. a touchdown. <laughs> and uh, Jake, Jake, Jake. Do you, do you ever, do you ever see the, uh... yourself? 
Sorry. I, I just no. want to add this to Tony real quick. Do you ever say to yourself, Xavier and Howard, don't tackle Diggs? <laughs> no, like, I don't would, get him. <laughs> I, I will take a Dolphins win over a fantasy win any day of the week. <laughs> good man. Good man. Smart. Very smart. Um, so Jake brings up in the chat on Sleeper, uh, wouldn't have skipped on the Chase Burrow stack. So would you guys have rather have a Burrow Chase stack over Chase Mahomes? Um, yeah, I would have rather not have Mahomes and taken mm. – I don't know. His team's looking pretty solid. I thought I was going to get some Gibbs, but I forgot Akash is incredibly high on him. Um, <laughs> got to know who you drafted he's against. Inc- he's incredibly he also, high. Yeah, he also saved me from drafting a running back. So, like, the streak stays strong, guys. Like, I don't think I've drafted a running back in the first five rounds, even in a mock. Like, even like Gibbs, I try to click the button every time. And I'm like, okay, I'm ready to take the plunge. Someone else takes it. And I'm like, okay, not this time. We'll get him again. And this is it for me. So, I don't think I'm going to get it. Now I got to make it a decision. I mean, you can't pass up on that JT value right now. Uh, I can't. Because it's simply too good. Oh, you sniped me. Damn you. I know. Damn wow. you, sir. Stream sni- what a Stream little sniped. liar. What a fibber. He yeah. threw this whole yeah. thing together just to do that. I know. You made me feel nice and secure with the, him following me, too, when you said that. Fuck. Okay. Um... Hey, are your pants on fire, Jagger? They will be if I, get, liar, liar. If, if I get snapped on the way back, I'll be I'll be scared, be a little scared. Um, because like uh, I like Lamar Jackson was going to be my next pick. If like I was fibbing or fumbling for which one, so yeah, I fibbing. get off my wavelength, Jagger. This isn't going to end well. Well, you know what? I tried to change it up, and like I was like, thank God, Justin is like a full two picks away from me. So now I'm Justin, and it feels great. <laughs> What? The classic fake zero yeah, you got RB. <laughs> exactly. Thank you, Chris. Yeah, I faked faking. <laughs> I zigged and zagged. All, all this prep all off season just to do this shit on live TV. <laughs> yeah. Right. I know where Justin's going on the way back here, probably. I have a, I have a feeling I know it too, and mm. it's going to piss me off because I was hoping he won't. Come on, James. I, don't, I expect I, I expect chaos from you animals at this point. Dude, you're the chaos king, and you got like a you taking Josh Allen. That's a that's I don't know. That's just great value. Like like Chuck Bass value hunter. Like I want you to do yes. like your own fucking crocodile hunter show. Yeah. Like, anyone like it, I've done like three or four mocks with Chuck now, and every time I'm like, that's great value. That's great value. You just let the board come to you, and I gotta. Mm-hmm. Oh, the well, auto draft uh, third running back three rounds in a row. Yeah, so I was gonna wow. say okay. <laughs> that can't be on purpose. If it is, you are an alpha. No, it was all dude. My team, my my team, my team levels just dropped precipitously after that yeah. start. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm caving right now. The fucking four RB start on the end there. Love it. If that guy had gotten um freaking Saquon Barkley to start out with, it could have been team holdout. Mm. We'll stop. Yeah. We'll stop at the end of this round, and we'll just kind of talk about our picks in tandem. We're doing pretty good at talking them through here, as, as like the commentary. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think this is a pro group. This Was that on purpose? Group. Was that on purpose? Yeah. Okay. 
Okay. I know who you thought I was going to go with, but I like I said, it's a mock. I'm going to change it up. Okay. Uh, all right. Just don't say shit. So, like, it's two picks. No one do shit. And you, like, <laughs> <laughs> Tony, you're going, like, you got big T energy. You got that, uh, that hero RB, uh, mm-hmm. or hero receiver going on right now. You got Stefan Diggs, Chubb, ETN, Dennis Walker. And uh, you you like Kenneth Walker um, third round still, even though we got subscribed there. Yeah, I mean, if I can get him in the fourth, I'm fine with it. Especially if he's my like, I mean, he's my third running back here. So, like, I have some buffer room with running backs if he doesn't pan out like I think he will. But I I think there's a lot of noise with Charbonnet, and I think Kenneth Walker will still get his this year. Um, Andrew, I can subscribe. I can subscribe to that. Especially, that was a chaos, Ken Walker but... might be the least about. He might be the least talked about guy I can remember all offseason amongst all positions. I haven't heard a peep about him from analysts to uh, NFL. And I don't I don't mean that in one way or the other. It's just surprising, yeah. um, you know, for the situation. I feel the same way. It's like, I mean, I'm sure Charbonnet will get his chances, but I'm not really sure that that's going to make Kenneth Walker that much worse. Keenan hmm. hmm. Allen. That's that a funky team. <laughs> Eckler, Adams, Metcalf, Keenan Allen. So That's, that team uh, has had a cup, I think, two auto picks at this point now. Met, Metcalf is like again, he's another guy. I I have zero share. I, excuse me, I have one dynasty share that I inherited, and mm-hmm. I've been trying to sell that guy like Cutco Nides. You know, like, like I'm 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 hustling him like it's Avon. And now I'm at a bowling out, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, on my um, on on my notes for DK, I've got just take Lockett, and for Lockett, I've got just take JSN. So I'm just keep like passing the buck down <laughs> down the line. Well, it's like Lockett, I like like I'll take Lockett. Like yeah. like DK Metcalf is just like for a guy, him and Debo Samuel for a guy for guys who don't like having double digit games that often we really love them we really love them like, like it just it kind of blows my mind that like if you look at it at points per game like akash what are you doing bro like this, this doesn't Dude, he's like- laying on the he's laying on grenades for us right now i appreciate that <laughs> i'm about to shit on debo samuel someone i respect is drafting him akash um the thing is now i'm scared i'm like what do i know because that dude is like a savant, you know, he's got some Rain Man energy going on. So, like, what what, what math did you do that I didn't do? <laughs> so he was taken. Debo was taken as the twenty second wide receiver no. in this mock. I mean, that feels that feels appropriate. He was twenty second points per game. So that's actually, yeah, <laughs> yeah. At a certain point, it's like the brand the brand takes over. Mm. Where's he gonna go to? Are we pausing. Yeah, we'll do a little pause. We'll do a little recap here, especially while he's on the clock. Throw maybe throw him a curveball, mess him up, make maybe think his shit's going haywire. Chuck, um, <laughs> Chuck, go ahead and recap for us. All right. So uh love the Waller pick for shades. We just talked about Debo um for Wiser, which is what I'm gonna call him now because I can't get that out of my head. Um Hutch with a pretty, you know what? When you look at that team as a team, you know. Tyreek Ridley, Higgins, Herbert. That feels pretty good. Um, I like that. We'll see how the rest of that shakes out. Kev with the early, I think early pick on Brees Hall, but it just depends on how you feel about him. How do you guys feel about Brees Hall right now as a value? I love him. I got, I like him. 
Like, I, like to me, he's fallen. Like, if I want to do, I wouldn't call it a hero, but maybe a sidekick, like a step down. Mm-hmm. You know, like we talk about heroes. He's like Hawkman. Like he's on the squad, but he's not Superman. <laughs> like I'll take mm-hmm. Brees Hall then. You know, and and um, so I, I don't, I don't hate it at all. Sure. Um, Tony, what about you? You think anything one way or another about Brees? Um, I, it feels fine in the fourth. I personally mm-hmm. just try to avoid the running backs coming back from ACL. I've just been burned in the past, so I'm just like, you know what? Yeah. Someone else can have him this year. I'll see him next year. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of talent, a lot of talent up on the board. Uh, Moose is playing a little checkered game there. McCaffrey, Olave, you feel good about. Najee, Yamari, I don't feel good about. Uh, get sucked, Moose. Um, and then we talked about Hawks team a little bit fields. So is that just, I've got to have an elite QB and I like, he's got to have some rushing floor. hundred percent. Like, 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 mm. like that's why I think Lamar Jackson, Justin Fields are such mm. huge values in this range because like the QB one overall is in their range of outcomes. If, if you think sure. about what, what they offer you for fantasy. So yeah. I, um, I used to take Hertz like at the beginning of draft season. I, I, mean, I was taking Hertz, and then I kept looking at the builds who would wait on Justin Fields. And if you really got balls and Moxie, and you got Alpha Energy, and you wait for Daniel Jones later, I even really like those builds. So yeah, hundred percent. And then the Ayuk pick, we all know that that was a personal. That was a Jagger snipe. No, um, no just because just because you have personal vendettas against me, that wasn't a personal pick. That was strictly because I know there's at least three other guys on this call on this show right now that would reach for him. So I just decided to reach first. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly what <laughs> me, Justin, everyone like he was in the queue. I would have yeah. I would have hit him at some point. So. I knew he wasn't going to come uh, back to me. There was too many picks there in between. So I just reached a lady, couple rounds early. I'm kind Ladies of mad that the here, secret is out. Because it's like now it's not a value anymore. Now he's just like kind of going where you want him to finish. <laughs> you, you, you really, you really hate to see peer pressure taking a grip on a fully formed adult. Um, that's brutal. That's brutal all the way across the board. But you know what happens in fantasy football? Um, Aaron Jones still got some spice. Yeah, I mean, I love it. Jordan Love, rookie. Mm-hmm. Or well, I mean, he's a rookie quarterback at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's looking good, and, you know, Aaron Jones is – one thing you can say about Aaron Jones mm-hmm. is he's always a guy who's going to be out there doing uh, – running it and catching mm-hmm. it. So why the mm-hmm. fuck not? I'm going to get all the points I can get, and I'll go out and get somebody like Aaron Jones who's going to be on the field, which is my one gripe with Brees Hall. I don't know how much mm-hmm. field time he's going to see with Dalvin Cook. Yes, uh, Aaron Jones is so good that they almost traded for Jonathan Taylor. Oh, come yeah. on, dude. <laughs> oh. I I almost wish they had done that so that maybe they would have shipped Jones to Indianapolis. <laughs> that would actually Jones. be pretty hot, man. I'd that be in for that. Fun. I, Hell for yeah. me, that's the only way I'd like AJ Dillon. Is like that, mm. like that's it. Yeah. You know, if like AJ Dillon is someone that people, especially, I get it. I'm a film bro. People have been shoving him down my throat for like four mm. seasons. I'm like, get it out, guys. That's not that good. Mm. You know, it's kind of like kombucha or Vegemite, this weird shit that people consume. And they're like, it's so good. You got to try it. And then like every time I'm like, mm, nine points a game, that is uh, not that great. So, mm. <laughs> Ooh, our first AJ Dillon's problem is, is that he's built to break tackles, but he just does not break tackles. He's like yeah. weirdly soft. Like I was watching his 
uh, stuff against freaking the preseason game against Seattle. I'm just like, you should be wrecking these dudes. He'd go down after like a one yard gain. I'm like, what are we doing? Open field tackling, bring down this massive man. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know. Ooh. Andrew, take it, Damian Pierce. I like ask me tomorrow and I'll have a different opinion on Damian Pierce. Just like, <laughs> it's, like it's mood. It's a mood for me. Like yeah. Chuck's got vibes only.com. That's how I am with Damian Pierce. Am I feeling running back positive today? I like Damian Pierce. If I hate running backs, get him off my roster. See, with the running backs we have left on the board right Chuck now, Pierce was the easy. was the last one in that kind of in that that tier for me before it drops off to another tier. So mm-hmm. it, it just felt mm-hmm. right to take him. Ooh, T Mac. Pierce Pierce is like everybody just bought Pierce in the last week. I've saw him more tweets about him in the last week than I did the preceding two two, two months, hands down. Hmm. I know it's um, it's one of those things where I like the player. It's the only thing that makes me super hesitant. See, see what I'm talking about, Tony. I love this, uh, with the exception mm-hmm. that you love backs more than I get. Like Trevor Lawrence, right then. Like mm-hmm. now, now my Justin yeah. feel it's less sexier. Does that make sense? Because like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah, you're right there. Yeah. I like mean, Burrow. Burrow 6-1 preceded by Lawrence 6-2. If that isn't like, what are we doing with quarterback? I don't know what is. That's premium stuff right there. It's like every 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 mock for me, I take a quarterback later and later, and it still feels too early. You know, well, for one QB anyway, for one QB. Nice. Thought about it. One daughter. Yeah, well, no, that was, you know, I, I don't punt on, well, punt's the wrong term. I, I usually don't wait until yeah. the fourth round to take my first wide receiver, but I'm, I, I can live with the way this is shaking up. I feel pretty decent about it. I was between Goddard and Kirk there, so you, you made my decision for me easy, Chuck. Mm. I, hate, I hate to do that. I have the power to go back and change it without <laughs> anybody even noticing. This is a mock. You can change picks and nobody can even tell. That's what I love about the mocks. You have ultimate power to reign supreme. Yep. He's like, Ooh, the dots, the, the dots, and the dots and hype continues. Wow. Yeah, I do love that dots and hype. Um, well, let me ask you guys, because like I, I was debating, I had three in my queue, and I liked them all. Like, like I had Deontay Johnson, JSN, and and Dotson. Which one would you guys have picked? Dotson. Dotson. Yeah, dots. Yep. It's Who it's was at, the other ones. Uh, J uh JSN and Deontay Johnson. Ooh, I'd probably go. I probably have gone Deontay, but we're talking similar, um, you know, similar tier. Yeah. Um, yep. Like, uh, I'm not gonna lie, man. Kenny Pickett looks good. Like it's preseason, but he looks better than he did last year. 100. That offense mm-hmm. looks. But I haven't seen the Steelers' offense look this good, even in preseason, even on a Twitter camp highlight. I've not seen this offense mm-hmm. look this good in about three or four seasons. So. Like I think every Pittsburgh player is a value right now. Like we finally put George Pickens down far enough where it feels good. It is. That's that's the guy everybody wants to. Uh, is right in your Q zone. <laughs> um, it's not totally in my Q zone, is it? Um, yeah, it's uh, the 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 Steelers are going like full Sam Bradford 2015 Eagles, where they were dropping like 50 a game in the preseason. Um, and they were calling them like the team of destiny. It's um, I'm excited to see what the actual finished product is. Well, I like seeing passes over 10 yards. You know, it's nice. Mm-hmm. It looks really yeah. good. 
you know, like, like it's been mm. deeply burnt and Najee falling down, at, you know, for stumbling mm -hmm. for four yards at a time. See, and at a certain point, all the, all these guys will continue to be, to be values. Cause even, I mean, like even Pickens where he's going, it's like, you're still looking at him being like your wide receiver three, maybe even your second flex. I mean, you're talking about just like, okay, you know, we're still a year early. Um, you can tell Kev's watching this because he's like, you know what? I like JSN and the swinger. Yeah, he's he's, he's like, that's a good actor. <laughs> I love it. You know, looking looking at his team now, how do you guys feel about Dobbins this year? Um, in particular, especially as an RB2. I can't do it. Yeah, me neither. That knee, man, I can't do it. Like, I'm not a doctor, but I do have eyes. And I just think it looks like shit. I, just, I can't do it. Mm. Guys, I love – this is my favorite mock I've done because Javante's a guy that I've used all the time. And, like, I, mm. I always get sniped, and I finally got him. Mm. Not real. Good in this I say, that just guarantees you won't get him in a draft. <laughs> right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, this is I, – I think Javante, for whatever reason – well, I know what the reason is. He's probably my least clicked-on player of the entire season in redraft, mock, best ball. Um, it's not an indictment of the player. I, just, I have not found the courage to do it. I might be a scaredy cat. Well, it's like scaredy cat. we finally did our job as analysts at pushing <laughs> I'm telling everyone, like, I got to hear good news about that need before I draft them. And we got it. Yeah. Now I'm ready. So mm -hmm. it's called controlling the market. We're pausing for the cause. Chuck, take it away. Yeah. So we'll do a little reverse here. So let's have a quick quorum on Jake's team. Jake's starting wide receivers are Cortland Sutton and Brandon Cooks. What sort of emotions does that make you all feel? Negative. Weird. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Aud for, the, for the podcast listeners, that was audible groans and lots of tongues down. Um, so Tony, 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 one of my favorite values in the board for me personally continues to be Michael Pittman, especially where you're getting him at seven 11. Um, feeling pretty strong about him. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think he'll be anything like crazy just cause he'll mm -hmm. have Anthony Richardson, like as a rookie, but like, mm -hmm. I, I think one of the like big football accounts on Twitter just put it out today that they have three active wide receivers. Yep. Uh, mm -hmm. He's not coming off the field, so I'll take a guy that's going to get volume. <laughs> so <laughs> it was a shocking report, honestly. Three wide receivers is the all-time pivot. Oh, it's an it's an all-timer. Um, and so Justin, you're taking you know podcast favorite Zay Flowers to the moon. Mm-hmm. Oh, a thousand percent. Who else is there to catch it in uh, Baltimore, right? Rashad Bateman? Nope. Always Duvernay? out with injury. Odell Beckham Jr. Duvernay? Mm -hmm. Oh, you mean the guy that <laughs> wishes he was Zay Flowers? <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Very nice. Um, Fryermuth is really the last guy in this tier that I'm like, I'll take a stab at him. Um, I feel pretty similarly about all the tight ends after Andrews all the way through Firemuth to varying degrees. So um, I'll take a little – if the Steelers are going to pop, I know he's going to pop too, so I'm not afraid to jump on that train. Pickens right behind him. I mean, the vibe 
the vibe of the offseason is George Pickens. If you were to sum this offseason up in one word. A lot of Pickens. It's a lot of Pickens. And this is my this was technically my first share of him, so I was just trying to do something different. Yeah. We all are. Really like pretty- I've got enough box with you guys. We're all doing mm-hmm. a little bit of Little, little, mm-hmm. little bit of different stuff. It's fun. It's fun. I like what Leduc's yeah. doing there. He's getting two mm-hmm. guys that are projected as a wide receiver number two, but have the t- mm-hmm. more of the talent end of the receiver mm-hmm. uh, core. So you look sure. at Pickens. You know, look at the guy. He had four touchdowns last year. Deontay Johnson had mm-hmm. zippity doodah. You know, he mm-hmm. did it on almost half the amount of targets. And mm-hmm. now you're saying Kenny Pickett's doing better as a thrower. Mm-hmm. I think that that's going to be more of an indictment on him getting yeah. more targets than Deontay Johnson had more success. I'm just I'm just saying. Sure. Shout out to Scott Simpson and his wide receiver two theory. Great read. Go read it. It's good yeah, information. Scott's I'm giving some, it a shot here. Don't you he's dare got, he's tell got me some to good, read. He's got some good <laughs> stuff going on. Um, so what do you guys think about the six? The sixth spot, um, hero RB build. I love a hero RB build. Do you love the actual individual selections themselves? No. Like, mm-hmm. um, I think DK Metcalf was a mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like Keenan Allen. I don't like – Like I don't know. Like, like I feel like mm-hmm. he should – if he was going to do that, like he should have mm-hmm. went IU. He should have went <clears> – <throat> I don't know, like, like, like to me, he has very low floor plays, if if that makes sense, and mm-hmm. very low ups. Like DK Metcalf has upside. I'm sorry, but yeah. I don't see the upside with, and that's what you gotta kind of look for if you're gonna do the hero RB build. So. Mm-hmm. To be fair, I, I do yeah. believe a couple of his picks were auto draft early on, at least. Mm-hmm. No excuse. This team mm-hmm. feels like Tom Brady recruited every one of them to be on it. Like he's just like <laughs> right. Devontae Adams. <laughs> Keenan Allen, DeAndre Hopkins, all the old guys of fantasy is just like, come on, let's go win a team. Let's go win a championship. So it seems like somebody got recruited to South Beach. I don't know if you're in South Beach, FF Hawk, but uh, I like your strategy there, buddy. You're you're really in the win now situation. This is LeBron building the 2022 Lakers right now. He's like, you about to retire? Come on. Come on to L.A. Stuff <laughs> for you, Russell Westbrook. We don't need you again. Yeah. So um, let's we'll rip through a few of these other uh, these other teams. So Moose, you know, not a tight end or quarterback taken. Do you guys like – do you feel like the rest of his team is capable of supporting, you know, whatever tier of quarterback and tight end he's going to end up having? Yeah, because there's some yeah. quarterbacks. Like we all got quarterbacks, and to me, he needs to have like I, like to me, I, I don't know. Like, like he can get Anthony Richardson and have high upside mm-hmm. right there. He can have Daniel Jones, and like Daniel Jones has QB five overall in his range of outcomes. So if you want to mm-hmm. talk about fading, that's a way mm-hmm. to do it. Like I, I actually like that team, like Christian McCaffrey, Alave, Harris. Mm-hmm. Know what you think about him? I'm I'm lukewarm on Najee Harris. Fine, I know a lot of people hate him. So, yeah, the uh, the players that I'm skeptical of, he has in very reserve roles, not necessarily front and center, carrying the weight of their core. So that's always nice. Um, Kev, you know, like you said, we're almost like a you know, he obviously gets the benefit of the doubt, but that's straight stream sniping. However, he took um, <laughs> he he took probably the most maligned player of the show, which is Trevon Burks. I like Burke, so it's nice to see somebody else, um, you know, carry the flag with me. It's nice to see the cross picked up. Um, 
you guys remember that Burks exists, right? Yeah. I can't forget about him for how much everyone else talks about him. But I mean, I guess somebody has to pick him. Ryan Tannehill exists. Uh, exactly. Listeners can hear. <laughs> listeners can hear the eye roll. Two, I forgot two is there, so he's got the waddle stack. Mm-hmm. I actually really like Kev's team because it's like I yeah. I should want Cup, but the fact that he got waddle that's like a yin and yang thing, in my opinion. You mm-hmm. know, like he almost like insulated his cut pick a little bit. So Kev, uh, nice squad. I, and I, mm-hmm. Again, where he got the value just seems like really mm-hmm. good. Not really reaching on on some bullshit. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm a little I, um, bummed. Michael Thomas just got taken. That was my hopefully mm-hmm. my next pick. Little bummed. Well, let's um let, let's catch the teams on the end. We'll wrap this up. Um, are you okay with Rashad White and Pacheco being basically the RB core for uh, Jameson? Um, I don't. Uh, let me look at his team. Sorry. Let me. Uh, mm-hmm. He had a pretty hot start. I think he got some great value. Um, you know, pretty I hate, good. I mean, I hate Pacheco. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's this is good. This is good. Like mm-hmm. I like it. Like like it, mm-hmm. it's like I would have just went other. Like the build is fine. I think over Pacheco, I like Charbonnet better. Um, mm-hmm. I probably would have went. I would I would have went Javante Williams ahead of that too, so I thought that was a little odd. So mm-hmm. um, I don't I don't know I don't know it's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. So I've seen worse R zero RB cores. Looking at guys who have you know got potential at least you know what what do you want out of a zero RB right? You want a guys that if they're on the field they're going to get what fifteen to twenty touches whether it's split between carries and targets. So yeah. you know. You can live with that with those two. Pacheco can give you 10 points a game. Like when you want a zero RB, mm-hmm. you want a running back that can give you 10 points a game. If they get mm-hmm. a touchdown or a couple of catches, that's going to mm-hmm. give you your upside, and that's your gravy at the end. So I, I, the build, I really like it. Mm-hmm. Are you guys in on Gabe Davis for this year for his value? Uh, I guess his value is fine. I'm just mm-hmm. at that range. I'm kind of done at receiver. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, that's where I'm getting my running back. So like if mm-hmm. other people get it, I'm not going to complain. Cause I think we finally mm-hmm. got Gabe Davis value realistic. Cause there is that upside mm-hmm. now. Um, mm-hmm. But again, that's just, that's just strategy. So for me, why well, I never sure. have him. Yeah. It does start to get towards like that end of that kind of not gross zone, but you know, the, um, the range of outcomes for all these guys is, is not good. Is wild. Yeah. 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 Very much so. So we'll work backwards here. Uh, 50 shades, you know, cam Akers seven, one, I gotta say for what you feel about cam Akers, that is very late for where I've seen him going, um, in, in most of these boards. So, you know, you're looking for, uh, you know, you're punting on running back a little bit, Kamara, Connor Akers. I'm not saying that's a rock solid RB core, but when you also have Justin Jefferson, Jalen Hurts, Devonta Smith, and Darren Waller, um, I, I like that a whole lot. Um, Wiser Madison, he he called it himself gross. <laughs> if the guy who picks you says it's gross, then we'll go ahead and say that it's gross. Um, let's move through some of our other ones here. Uh, that brings us to Jagger. So Addison Bigsby, I mean, those are your boys, right? Addison, not so much. Flowers is, but like, at, like right here at this range, I, mm-hmm. at Addison Burks. I wish I would have went Elijah Moore, to be honest. Like mm-hmm. I wish I went Elijah Moore, but I don't know about the Browns. 
I just like the player. But mm-hmm. again, I think he's in the perfect situation with the Vikings. So like 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 whatever theory is about about wide receiver two, I think like Addison fits that role. Um, and then you know you've heard me talk about Bigsby. I like the role that he is in. So, mm. uh, uh, Andrew Gibson yes. and B Rob. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. This is an area of the draft that I am don't really like like anybody. So this is a. Uh, <laughs> This is a situation where uh, I do think the Washington offense is a little underrated, and I, I do mm-hmm. like the way it seems like they're going to use Gibson. So this is just a, a shot at some flex, some flex points here between the two of them, goal lines and catches. Goal, yeah, you're you're throwing dart, you're throwing a dart, knowing that yes. there's odds are that there's going to be plenty of weeks where either one of those guys are going to finish top, yeah, twenty, hopefully exactly. worse. Um, I took Montgomery who I've been vocal about, love him a lot. And then I took Juju just kind of realizing like this team at a certain point is just not going to have a lot of options. <laughs> um, uh, I I'm a little sour. I'm a little more sour on the Patriots than most people. Cause, uh, um, I don't know. I'm just not, I don't think that, I think the sum of their parts is what's the opposite of greater than the sum of their parts. Um, worse than I guess. Yeah. If, yeah. Technical. I feel like, like, like together yeah. it's bad, you know, it's like, mixed- <laughs> yeah. Like mixing um, nutmeg and like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And so that's, but that, that, that it is what it is. Um, Aaron Rodgers as one over Justin via hard knocks, obviously is what has happened here. And Justin's mm-hmm. about to confirm that Justin. Uh, cheapest stack in the business, baby. Garrett Wilson, mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers. Cheapest, cheapest stack out there. And then, yeah, um, very premium. yeah, I got James Cook as well. So I got three mm-hmm. running backs that are pass catching running backs, and they're all starters on their team so far. So, very nice. A lot, a lot of work built in there. Uh, Tony, so we had a couple people in the chat here say Chris said that Tony's out here killing it and that Kincaid really ties your team together. So, um, walk us through your faith in not just Kincaid, but you know, Hollywood Brown. Well, as we all know, the Cardinals are probably going to be cheeks this year. So I imagine mm-hmm. there'll be a lot of passing to try and compete mm-hmm. in games. So that's kind of where my mm-hmm. head goes with the value there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and hopefully that video that surfaced of him recently was just a bad rep and he doesn't actually look that bad on the field. Um, Kincaid, I kind of, I'll be honest, this is probably like the third mock I've actually taken him in, but like mm-hmm. it's a high value, high volume passing offense. So I'll, I'll take a tight end in that offense. And then one that's not a high volume passing offense. There you go. And I, uh, I have to say Kincaid's probably the guy I've done the biggest 180 on this off season. As far as I went going in, like, it doesn't matter how good he looks. I know how this always goes. And the more I look at what this bill's offense will have to do to succeed, almost like I was talking about with the Patriots, right? Like at a certain point, there's only so much, there's only certain hands you have to play. So uh, I'm starting to feel pretty good about him. All right, let's keep it rocking. Um, Well, only, you know, it's, what is it? Uh, Round 10. We'll we'll, we'll pause a couple more times, maybe just to do some reviews, but um, you know, these are where we just start to show our true colors and these little, uh, yeah, these little later ones. All right. So just looking at Jake's team again, we already had made the faces we made about the Sutton Cooks picks. Uh, he backs that up with Sky Moore and Beckham. Does that make you all feel any better about what he's got going on, or is that just more of the same? More of the same. Like yeah. you got, uh, mm-hmm. like you've got Odell Beckham is probably the third target on the Ravens, mm-hmm. even though like I'm all in on the Ravens. But, 
uh, as far as like their offense taking a step forward. Um, Sky Moore, what would you on this again? Like, what is it? Like, is, <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, what 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 does he offer you for? Like, like could it be upside for sure? I'm just like, I don't know, man. Like again, I've said this a lot. When you talk about upside by position, wide receiver overall offers you a lot more upside than most. So to really put your, mm-hmm. your these guys with such low floors, I don't know. It's it's bold to say the least. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna take a shot on that offense, I'd rather take a shot at this point with Rasheed Rice than than Sky Moore. Same because it's just much more of an unknown that you can get him a few rounds later, and who knows, he could be equal, if not better than Moore. Yeah. Especially with how Tony is just so like they, we know how they want to use Tony. It just comes down to whether they can because of his, oh, his damn ability to stay in the field. So, um, I don't know. There's a few guys in that offense outside of Kelsey and Mahomes that I'm interested back. in. Can you go back? Yeah. Who'd you who'd, who'd you want? I don't know. I, I wasn't. <laughs> well, that's not a good enough excuse. Suck it up, Buttercup. Okay. You got to take yourself off of. Um, you got to take yourself off auto. Okay, I'm gonna take. Uh... Damian Harris, because I'm panicking. Gotcha. <laughs> I was so busy like on Jake's team that I forgot I have my own team. <laughs> shout out, shout out, Jake. Um, yeah, this is like these these two rounds right here are specifically why I think I'm just. I know we always talk about going into drafts and being fluid with the board and what have you. But it's really hard for me to not hammer wide receiver early when you get to these rounds and you look at what you're asking of these players, um, what you're asking them to be for your team. Yeah, it's a very good point. And I'm I'm looking at my wide receiver core right now, and I I do like it, but I'm worried about the depth at this point, what it's going to look like here Mm -hmm. in the next couple rounds. So um, I tried something new. We'll see how I feel come the end, though. Yeah. Lazard's a funky one because you know it's like, are you really gonna be surprised if Lazard has like nine hundred yards and nine touchdowns? I, I won't be surprised at all because Lazard seems like that type of player that uh, on the year that he was completely hyped up and obviously it didn't work out to to the level of hype he got. Um, that didn't surprise me because I was down on him then, but it wouldn't surprise me if he goes off on a year where no one's talking about him. Mm-hmm. I sh- yeah. I'm, I'm going to walk back 900 a little bit after looking at his career. I'll say 800 yards. That makes me feel a little. Yeah, that seemed, 900 seems like a lot, honestly. But to get that, but to get that in the tenth round is, you know, anything really, anybody that you can mm-hmm. even pl- play with any shred of consistency after, I'll say the tenth round. It for a wide receiver, very rare. Yeah. I'm about to pull some shit that's gonna blow your guys' mind, so just wait. You cooking? I'm cooking. Don't worry, guys. He's just fake blowing, fake, fake mm-hmm. blowing our mind again. No, no. <laughs> here, here comes some Deuce Vaughn shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Never. Uh, you know I what? will. Let me. Uh, let me scroll I'll, this. I want to circle back. To- Twitch. Oh, I was God. Gonna, oh, I knew you wanted him. I was going to do it where I, I put Penny, but I was like, ah, I might as well get some safety. He, I was, was thinking he, about he that too, my, Jagger. That's hilarious because that was who my queue. That was my God. Yeah, all, man. Man. So three, three of us had him in our queue, so yeah. that makes sense. We're all so in the I'll, same um, I'll float it back to the second pick of the last round. So, Tony, with Algier, 
Do you feel like there's standalone value with him as maybe like a, a fill-in player if something happens to your team, or are you purely hoping for a cuff? My cuff. Um, I do think there's standalone value, and it's a lot mm. due to the fact that the Falcons had the most rushing attempts last season. So, like, mm. is it week-to-week value? No. I think it might be a lot more uh, matchup-dependent. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, you know, obviously who that right now, what weeks are the best, but I think as mm-hmm. the season goes on, you're going to see like Algier had a week here. We had 13 points, like just off of a couple catches, or maybe he snuck in a touchdown in the goal line or something like that. Mm-hmm. And considering I hadn't taken a running back in five rounds, I felt like I needed to get someone that has a chance to get more opportunities than another guy. Yeah. That, that's what you kind of got to do, right? You have to, like, you're baking in a baseline level of production on top of what he could be if, you know, the path ends up forging a certain direction. Yeah. I love I love your yin-yang QB situation, Justin. That's really good. Mm-hmm. You're good at this. You should do it professionally. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take you up on that offer. Why don't we start a podcast together? <laughs> <laughs> Jagger, I will. I will say you read my mind and going with uh, the second tight end at this point, uh, with where the value is on the board at the moment. Yeah. And I'm not gonna lie, especially in redraft, like I, I'm just trying to find value, even if it's like I don't care about depth anymore, because like yeah. a lot of these players, I'm gonna trade. Let's say like if Anthony sure. Richardson is like really good, Justin can probably eat Rogers. Or vice versa at some point this season and fill in some depth somewhere else. Well, and it's a great happens. it's a great point to bring up in redraft uh, because you're right. When it comes to filling up your bench, I hit a point where um, I do start thinking about guys who I think are going to get off to hot starts that I can turn around into mm-hmm. other assets. So it's a fantastic point to bring up. I, yeah. I totally agree. First defense off the board, that makes you feel what kind of way? Uh, don't care. I don't. <laughs> it's like the first kicker that comes off the board. Yeah, it's a chain reaction. Then you're like, "Oh shit! Do I have to get? Do I have to start looking at this? If it doesn't, then yeah, who, who the fuck cares?" I think, I think we're all we're all seasoned enough to not let it start a chain reaction. Yeah, it's you like know, I'm not. <laughs> I honestly forgot we were including a defense in this mock until that the Cowboys just came off the board. So, <laughs> and just because. <laughs> Just because it's so close, I usually don't. But just because it's we're all here and it's so close to the season, and we have defenses in our real leagues. Yep. Hey, I got my first defensive question today. So I mean, it, people are starting to think about it. So you you kind of nailed it. This time of year, people start to really focus in. Tony, this would be a you good have one. like. Oh, go ahead, Chuck. No, 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 please. Sorry. So this would be a good one for you because you aren't here. Um, it is um. Shit, I forgot what I was going to say. Go ahead, Chuck. <laughs> no. I was going to say, you know, taking taking a defense early is really funky because, like, obviously the Cowboys, by many analysts, and not just analysts in fantasy, but analysts in the NFL, believe the Cowboys have the best defense in the league, if not bottom, like, or not absolute worst top three. But then it's like, okay. But then defense is a very matchup-dependent thing, or at least it can be, and they start off with the Giants, the Jets, the Cardinals, the Patriots, and the 49ers. I mean, do you guys look at that as an opportunity or do you look at it as like this is a set and forget defense? I don't care who they're playing. Oh, come on, dude. I think they're in too good of a division um, to to play that game. Like they got to play mm-hmm. the Eagles twice. They got to play the Giants twice. 
Um, I, it, to, to me, like, I'm not willing to bet on that. So, and like, mm-hmm. again, like, defense don't matter. And I remember my point I was going to make now, Tony, is that like doing like real SEO work for like fantasy and you realize the top search queries, it makes us, it makes me feel useless at some of the information I give folks. One of the top five search queries for fantasy football is who is the best kicker? Like, what do, what do we do? What are we doing as analysts for people are still asking what who is the kicker? I don't know, man. Maybe someone wants that week to week advantage or something. I mean, it's we know it's Justin Tucker, so yeah. like it, it's Justin right. Tucker and then get one on a good offense. That's that is the advice. Yeah. If not, it, it's just the, pick a different one each week. Yeah. Every every single week, I can't. The and the, the ADPs for kickers are hilarious. Like McPherson is the second. If you if we had kickers in here, McPherson is the second ranked kicker. He was the kicker seventeen last year, and he played every game. Like I, I don't, I just I don't understand the uh, the methodology. Um, there yeah, isn't one. It's funky. Dave no, Dave no. Kluge had the best tweet about it. He was just like, he's like, instead of having kickers every Tuesday, I get up and I roll dice twelve times for everyone in my league. That's how predictive mm-hmm. kickers are. It's like he says, yeah. oh, he said it's a little bit more predictive than kickers. It's just like, only like, yeah. come on. Yeah. We have a league, a bunch of JWB people, and uh, you know other Twitter analysts and stuff. That it's a double kicker league, and like we'll post our teams, and it's like a co-owner league. And we'll post mm-hmm. our teams and everyone's like, why is there two kickers? It's like, cause it's fun. Leave us alone. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, if you're going to do, if, if you're going to do one, you might as well do two. Like I, there ain't well, nothing why not? that at all. Can like, you imagine uh, being the week where you get like the two kickers that just score 20 points for no reason. You have 40 points from your kickers. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Like in my dynasty league, I, I put kickers in there to be a dick. And like, <laughs> Cade York got cut, and I'm like, who? Whose fucking idea was this? And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. it's, it's like- <laughs> <laughs> Cade York asking for it, asking for it. <laughs> All right, so we'll do um, we'll do one more pause, and instead of talking really about every pick, I'll just ask you guys as we go through your team here, maybe your favorite values of your last recent pick. So Tony, you took. Um, Hyatt, Mostert, and you know, how are you feeling about either one of those guys in particular? I like Mostert in the 12th because, like, mm-hmm. well, we might see A chain take over the backfield right now. I think Mostert's a starter, so you know, on an offense mm-hmm. that scores like Miami when it's clicking on all cylinders, that I feel like that's a good 12th round pick. Mm-hmm. Mostert feels like the locket of running backs to me, to where he does just kind of show up and get the job done with what's asked of him um i, I and, with the news that, that's yeah. a high compliment for a guy well that and you know as soon as he gets hit hard an ankle injury or, <laughs> yeah, or yeah. something like just yeah. like rocket like dives in it's, the open field it's a sneaky well, comp like, it's a, when he plays you know it's 120 and a touchdown like you just know <laughs> yeah mm-hmm, for sure <laughs> book it <laughs> book it guy gets it done um and i love teams that didn't really change although do i like a cane um, so Justin Myers and Schultz, um, you know, actually, even if you want to throw Anthony Richardson in there, you want to hit on one of those? Uh, yeah, I'll hit on them all real quick. Uh, Richardson needed a very solid backup because Aaron Rodgers, you know, who knows? He could be really good. He could be really bad. He could be last year's Aaron Rodgers. And I think that Richardson has a really high ceiling. I think we all think highly of him. Uh, Jacoby Myers at this point, I'm just getting PPR guys. 
So I'm just getting a guy who's going to be getting me a ton of catches, and Jacoby Myers does that. He gets eight catches, 30 yards, and maybe he'll sprinkle in a touchdown there. Uh, and then Dalton Schultz, uh, other than Tank Dell and maybe Robert Woods, the ghost of Robert mm-hmm. Woods, the ghost of Bobby Trees, that's your Houston offense right there. Mm-hmm. And they have a pretty good quarterback, so I think that Dalton Schultz will get peppered this year. Very nice. Um, I'll rip through my Nico Collins. Everything you said about Dalton Schultz, only better for Nico Collins. So I feel pretty good about that. Uh, Zeke Elliott, there's no way Zeke isn't, there's no way Zeke doesn't have double digit touchdowns this year. And I'm not saying he deserves it. There ain't just no way the way that this team is shaken up, but that's not how this is going to backdoor. And then um, any podcast I've listened to of anybody who has actually physically been to Vikings camp has said that Chandler is the superstar of the camp so i'm feeling really good about him to take over. i got rid of mcbride so i feel really good about him and his adp yeah. is still pretty damn low uh andrew so, so my favorite value right now is actually chig in round 11 at the second tight end because mm-hmm. i can see him, uh i can see a path to where he is actually uh planted in my mm-hmm. flex spot uh for a good amount of the weeks this year uh with mm-hmm. that offense and with Tannehill's arm conditioning um I think he has he stands the best chance at ha- getting the most targets on, on that offense. So give me Chig mm-hmm. at an eleventh round as a flex spot. Very nice. That's and it. That, Jagger, that's just my favorite value. Yeah, yeah um, I'm with mine quick. Um, the one I'll just talk about one player, and I really like Daniel. Kind of already mm-hmm. talked about this with Justin's team. I got the same thing rolling. I have Fields and Daniel Jones, and I think both mm-hmm. of those finish top five overall for QB. So, like, so, right man. now, my back pocket, and every team that faded quarterback, I am, like, I am looking at their rosters for the next four weeks because I'm going to try to make a trade with them. You know, let's mm. say Tua really is one hit away from death. Let's say that, like, Kirk Cousins isn't that good or something like that. Then that, mm-hmm. that, like, that, that they're, they're, they're the guy that I want to I trade with. So, I've, mm-hmm. I've been... hey, no, quick that's, question I – Talk about my boy Tua. Come on. <laughs> I was just say before my, before my turn run before my turn runs out. Quick, quick question, because yeah. on the computer it's only showing fifteen mm. rounds. On my phone it's showing sixteen. How many rounds is this, Mock? Sixteen. It is sixteen. Okay. Yeah. Just gotta scroll up one more. Uh, so I that's why I was I tried scrolling up one more. It's only showing fifteen mm. on the computer. That's why I was confused. Mm. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's why I just want to make sure. <laughs> you tell me your you report your pick, and I'll, I'll throw it in old school commission style. Um, no, I, I did want to piggyback on what Jagger said because I think like I think that's such a fantasy um, psychology game that is very real. The early season QB trade, people panic and they panic quickly, and they haven't quite evaluated what maybe everybody on their team is capable of, or they've made a rash decision. So um, I, I'm all in on that strategy. I think that that, that works like a charm. Yep. That's why I took Kyler Murray too just now. It's like if some like right now, like mm-hmm. everything on the board is a defense or ugly. I want people mm-hmm. that are good, you know. So like, even yeah. if like do I have three QBs in a one QB league? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. So we'll figure, mm-hmm. it, we'll figure it out. And Kyler's gonna play. Yes. Maybe, yeah. You know. It, 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 Either way, like most people play with an IR spot, and guess who's going to go on there? You know? <laughs> sure. That's actually a really crafty move to get an extra player right there. 
Yep. I always like mm-hmm. that getting that late round guy who's you know is going to be injured or yep. suspended if your IR allows suspensions. Yeah, and I'm about to do what's called a pro gamer move. <laughs> so, uh, um, oh, no on, scope. Dude. I'm trying to think about what that could possibly be. Uh, it's I do this a lot. In almost every redraft league, I do it, and then like it, and mainly my home league. They're like, "You're so fucking dumb," and that I don't want to actually. I, I'm not. Uh, I'm not going to draft the defense at all. I'm not going to draft the defense. I illegal. will. Illegal, huh? This is an illegal. Yeah, no. the du- yeah the judges are not knocking, knocking for points on that one. I think we get it. Uh, okay, I'll draft the defense. Okay. <laughs> Much normally, Much normally I would Peer pressure. Not, I would not draft. No, the that's defense. like um, that's like Bo Jackson when he was running like the decathlon. He would never run the mile, but he would get a ten in every other event so that he would still beat everybody he would still clear everybody else and he would just sit on the bleachers and watch everybody else run the mile <laughs> like that's what you're trying to do yeah and most of the time what like like what i do here is uh like i'll just pick my defense up later you know like mm-hmm. like, like like i'll just pick them up later and worry about that but like right now especially depending on where you draft like if you're one of the early drafters i want anyone who i think has high upside over a mm-hmm. defense like how much upside at the grand scheme of things, is a defense going to get you? You know, yeah, someone's someone's bound to have a forty-five point game. You know, because mm. they're playing against Tim Tebow, who just got drafted. Um, so- <laughs> <laughs> we just got crop dusted, crop dusted in the fifteen. Oh wow, Moose is that—that that is the biggest fucking mover. He picked Tim Tebow over a defense. Like that is. Mm. Yeah, he just, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, he warned us and said that was his parting gift, like every other draft he does. They say so. it was coming. Oh, is that his thing? Yeah, he's put it in the chat. Okay. He hey. must be a Florida. Right, fan. Let's see. Let's see your. Let's see your pro gamer move. Yeah, he just watched uh, Untold, the Swamp Kings, or whatever. Dude, that, thing, that that documentary sucked. They're like that was straight up. Like yeah. Urban Myers was like Urban Meyer was like, I'm not that bad of a guy, even though what you just showed me kind of showed me being a trash. <laughs> yeah, like he, he's an awful coach, and they still managed to make him look less bad, dude. I was mad for four episodes, and I'm like, where's the cocaine? Where's the gang shit? Where's <laughs> I think it was a good watch, but it wasn't like informative at all about the Gators yeah. and that. I was like, great, their coach sucked and practice was miserable. <laughs> yeah, I'm 31. I was there. I, all the stuff that I knew that I want, I wanted to know like which one of the Pouncy brothers stashed the drugs and which one stashed the guns. You know, there's the 16th. Oh, there's the 16th round. Just wouldn't let me scroll to it. Cool. Okay. You were right. It was like that team was like the, one of the most reported on teams and programs in like college football history. Like we knew all that. <laughs> what is yeah. this document? What is this documentary? Yeah, Urban Meyer is a great recruiter and money grab and a terrible person. Well, what it is is like. I think that teams are literally starting to pay for good PR. So they're like, what if we don't do, yeah, what if we don't do hard knocks and then we do some baby back bullshit on with Netflix and like make Johnny Menzel look like a decent, well, he had mental health problems. So that's a whole different thing. But like, uh, at least for the most part, like the whole Urban Meyer, Urban Meyer thing, like that dude sucks. Yeah. He's like not like a good guy or a good coach for that matter. So. I pretty much knew Ooh, that when that, he hit nice the pick. domestic abuse nice at pick. Ohio State. I was like, yeah, uh, this guy's a piece of shit. So. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> 
this guy is like awful. <laughs> All right. Um, now that I know there's another round, I got like, I got right, somebody. I'm gonna set the stage here, all right, for this last pick. Was your ooh, ooh, set ADP nine ninety nine overall seventeen thirty one. He will be a wide receiver top forty this year. He's gonna have a realistic argument to be top receiving option on this team. Kendrick Thorn for the New England Patriots. Top forty. What is this? The Billboard hits. No, tell, no, just tell, that? just tell me, tell me, Juju's not washed. Tell me, Devontae Parker's not a one-hit wonder. Tell me they're not going to have to keep their only two pass-catching tight ends into block because their offensive line sucks. Kendrick Bourne is their most explosive option out of out of the wide receiver role. Did someone draft Michael Wilson already? I don't know how you could say anything negative about all those guys. Like, there's one positive thing you could say about Kendrick Bourne. There we go. Um, he's a There's body. Plenty. He's a body. <laughs> he's, he's on the roster. <laughs> he, he is a he's got great his uh, run blocking wide receiver. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, and if just pancakes were a stat, he would be number one. He'd be one of one in wide receiver. Just clip it. I just clip it. <laughs> I will, dog. I will. <laughs> well, we we gotta have some consequences for that one. You're going, you're going hard in the paint on that one. I am. I'm taking a stance. I love that Tebow wasn't even his last pick. <laughs> I, think so. I think he it thought it so was much the same thing on the, on the computer. <laughs> oh, He's damn. Like, Kev rounded it out. I broke my rule. Kev, was that defense Kev, auto pick? Kev rounded it or? out. It rounded out real nice. Gainwell, Pickett, Saints D, and then Ferguson, man. For something somebody's got to come out of that Dallas tight end room. That's that's Ooh, also. I like the Tucker pick. Mm. Mm. Yeah, well, yep. Sean Tucker is a good one. We did it. We did it. We did so do it. I guess if we our last mock draft. <laughs> um, I guess if we just want to bang out, you know what? Let's do some personal inner honesty, and we'll make this quick. Why don't we all just say what we think the strengths and the weaknesses of our teams are, and we'll start in, with our guest Tony. Um, I would say my strength is probably gonna end up being the wide receiver room because mm-hmm. I think I've got some nice depth there down to the wide receiver four. Running backs could be a little shaky, especially if like the Tank Bigsby stuff does pan out and he takes a little bit more away from ETN. Like I think, uh, mm-hmm. I think Lawrence is due for a big year. I think he's going to take another another step in his talent level development. And they got all those new weapons, uh, not new weapons, but mm-hmm. Bigsby and Ridley on top of Ingram mm-hmm. and Kirk and uh, ETN. Tight ends might stink because obviously there's two rookies and those usually don't pan out, but. I like the offenses and they're in and hopefully the coaches mm-hmm. get creative, but overall I, I like it. I think I'd compete on a week to week basis, maybe sneak in playoffs. Mm. Yep. Sneaking in the playoffs. Why? Well, I like your team a lot. I think you're getting, not giving your running back core uh, enough. I think that there's a lot of pop and sizzle going on there. Uh, but yeah, I think it's a very good team. Justin, how about you? Uh, I hate my running backs because mm. Or all kind of just start throws, except for maybe Aaron Jones. Uh, you can't go wrong with Travis Kelsey. Tight ends, Dalton Schultz. Mm-hmm. Wide receivers are really balanced, but you know Garrett Wilson is the only one that's uh, really popping out there as like a top five type of guy. 
And then quarterbacks, how can you go wrong with you got Aaron, two ARs, Aaron Rodgers and AR, uh, AR1, Anthony Richardson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then low-key, Jacksonville, good defense. Why? Because they play six games in the AFC South. Yes. That's pretty fucking badass right there. Everybody and they get four games. They get four games against the NFC South as well, just to piggyback on that. Oh, yeah. That Bucks game is going to be it's going to be a good one for sure. Barn burner, dude. 50 yard Wait line, front row seats, like eight bucks. It's going to be sweet. Um, <laughs> Are they going to be giving those tickets away? <laughs> just handing them out at bars? <laughs> it's for sex trafficking. Um, so basically let's see here. Um, so my team, I feel really good about my team. This is my ideal draft from a two RB start. Feel strongly about that. And I like the way that I contributed all the way down. If I was going to say there's a weakness of my team, I could see it sucking ass, um, pretty badly and maybe finishing as like a 10 seed just because there is still a lot of uncertainty and you're asking for a lot of breakout from some of these guys, not necessarily, any mainstays of proven production outside of Lockett. So there's definitely a lot of risk baked into mine. Um, that's how I like to play the game. So I'm okay with that. So we'll move on to Andrew. Yeah. So I'd say not necessarily a positional group for me, but the depth of my team is where I don't like how this turned out. Uh, I mentioned earlier how I like to fill my bench up with guys that I can trade at some point. And unfortunately mm-hmm. the way this shook out, um, I ended up with guys who are kind of the opposite of that. They're, if they're going to pop, they're going to pop uh, later in the season. So um, I don't think I'm going to have necessarily the the depth uh, and bench for the trading that I like to do. Uh, that can be crippling. That can be, I mean, but you're, if you were in a league with us, that itch would always be there. I assure you. <laughs> um, Jagger, you want to bring us home? Yeah. Um, Positionally, the strength of my team is definitely quarterback. Like I said, I'm playing the the trade game, hopefully. But overall, like I like the top six. Like my core are all guys with with week to week high upside. My weakness is like receiver depth because again, mm-hmm. if I go like running back early, then kind of fade in those kind of early rounds. I have to go running back early, so I miss out on a lot of the guys that like like Tony picked up and uh, you mm-hmm. picked up towards the end so it's like a give and tr- give or take so like basically mm-hmm. my top four or three or four wide receivers need to hit mm-hmm. sure that's, that's 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 the game right so just to uh to throw a little bone to the other guys who participate in this draft i'll let you, i'll ask each of you to name your favorite team of the other uh let's say the other four at the front spots one through four so we'll start with jagger do you have a favorite team there Definitely a uh, Cavs team. I, like I, after shitting on that Cub team, that team's nice. Like I would take that. Yeah. Like, like, sure. like, excuse Justin? me. Recognize your game. <laughs> I was unfamiliar. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll, you know what? I'll go with uh, Wiser's fantasy team. Uh, mm. Really like the build up front. You got Chase. You got Devo. You got Christian Watson. Judy's going to be something when he comes back. Um, Madison, Charbonnet, big question marks, but could provide for their offenses right away. And mm-hmm. then how do you beat Patrick Mahomes? I guess maybe Josh Allen, but that's just about it. Sure. Nice. I like hearing that. Uh, Andrew? Uh, I think I have to piggyback here and go, I think that it's a Kev K. Tompkins. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, I, I, so same thing. I'm not high on Cup either, but the re- the way the rest of this build shook out for him, I, I like the way the depth fell in. Uh, I'm not super high on two at quarterback, but honestly, with the the other positions, uh, just about mm-hmm. all the guys that I do like. So, um, mm-hmm. compared to the other teams, I, I'd go him over the other three. Nice. Um, I'll go, and then I'll let Tony as the guest of honor uh, absolutely wrap this bad boy up. So, I'm actually gonna say Hutch's team. Um, I'm higher on white than most people are, um, as you can tell by the four jerseys hanging behind me. Um, and I like Pacheco, like you said, as somebody that's going to get, like Jagger said earlier, get you those 10 points a game. But then across the board, all the picks he made after the sixth round or so are guys with a lot of potential on potentially on offenses that I think are hopefully going to take a leap this year. Cleveland, Baltimore, we know how good San Francisco is always going to be. Mims, Brown, hopefully taking over for Mixon. God bless us if he has a heart and soul. Um, I like that uh, through and through. Uh, so, Tony, what do you got? I'm with you in uh, Hutches. I, I, I kind of like the the triple wide receiver start as opposed to my three running back start in four rounds. Kind of the yin and yang, like we said on this pod tonight. Uh, and plus, you got Herbert quarterback. I mean, there's just a lot of high ceilings. And I think with like Rashad and Isaiah, they're kind of being slept on for the most part. Like, obviously, not going to be you know producing great seasons on paper but for fantasy points wise probably be mm-hmm. all right i, I like the sure. build awesome well there we go it's hard to say that there's a winner of this mock um i think the winner is the audience because that was uh that was a lot of fun it was a lot of fun and that'll yeah. do it folks um we'll mm-hmm. be back next week as always um mm-hmm. i'm jagger um you, you can call me that um by my first name <laughs> <laughs> on Twitter, you could call me Fantasy yeah. Blue. And then yeah. with me, as always, is Fantasy Jesus at Simtex Max 93. You can also call him Justin Herrera. And then Mr. Sophistication, real Mr. Mallard on Twitter. Uh, he's just LaDuke to us. And you could see him on the Divots and Pivots podcast. And then uh, thank you, Chuck, for putting this thing together. Um, he was a mock king today, and he brought a mock team, uh, a mock king with us, with Tony. Um, catch him over at JWB. These are all good guys. I love them. Mm. And of course, Chuck's podcast. Um, mm. This guy sucks. And we'll see you on the next one, folks. Make sure to like, subscribe. If you're on Twitter, do all the, the social stuff. And we'll see you mm. next week. Beautiful. Beautiful.